Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I think I have one more message on pretending to not be secretly appalled, and that has to do with the question of how do we respond in the face of actual darkness? So my friend Adrian asked it like this, um, how can we show the love of Christ and not love darkness and not be appalled and turn people off, but also not pretend to be interested in order not to offend. And I think that that's really a perceptive question. I know for me, it is challenging to go into groups at this point because people carry things. And sometimes I feel like I'm coming away weighted down with what they are carrying. And I don't even necessarily have to interact with them a whole lot. You know, it's, um, I know at one point Bob had said something like, I don't allow just anybody to come and lay hands on me when I'm praying because, or when they're praying, because that can be, um, there can be some level of transmission. And so I think it is a real concern to say if somebody is, is carrying darkness and they share part of their darkness with you, how do you get to go forward and not be in darkness. So I have a few thoughts on that. And this is <laughs> probably still a work in progress in my own life, honestly. So first of all, I will always pray the cutting free prayer at the end of a, a meeting. I, I pray that every morning, but I also sometimes in the midst of my day, I'll think, wow, I'm just kind of under it. And then I'll remember, oh, I had this particular conversation that left me feeling a little bit heavy. So then I can pray the cutting and free prayer and move on with my life. Uh, you can find that on Christian Healing Ministries website. I send that out as part of prayer mentoring. I email that at times. So it, um, I might even remember to put it in the show notes. We'll see. <laughs> so that is a huge boon and blessing to be able to just say, I am, I'm cut free of whatever was coming up here. So then... Um, besides that, I think there's also an element of actually saying, Jesus, I need you to actually do what you say. And you say that you're the light of the world. And the darkness cannot abide in the presence of light. That light is actually the thing that is the particle and the wave. That light is the substance, not the absence. And so I am trusting that your light is going to be stronger than any darkness. And then I might run through some examples in my mind, whether it be Elisha in the city and his servant is cowering. Oh my goodness, look at the number of enemies. And Elisha says, no, the ones on our side are more than the ones on the other side. Lord, open his eyes. And then suddenly the servant was able to see the the chariots of fire ringing the city that there actually were more on his side. I think sometimes too, it's easy to kind of get in this place of feeling like, oh, the enemy is so strong. Oh, the darkness is so great. When the reality is that there's actually only one third of the angels fell. So two thirds of them are still on our side. And um, I don't necessarily always know why it might feel like the darkness is stronger, but we, uh, we actually do have Jesus on the winning side. The, the, the enemy has been defeated. And so there's for me, an element of saying, no, that's actually just the truth is that the enemy has been defeated. And, oh, thank you, Jesus, for that. That's so precious. Um, 
and then I guess there's just this level of saying, if I still feel kind of gross, then I need to maybe bless some water and say, bless this water for cleansing and then wipe my head, my hands, my feet, or even my whole body. If that is what I would like to do. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I do, but I think there's also the part of saying, I just need to keep handing these things to you, Jesus. I am not the burden bearer. You are the burden bearer. I can bring things to you, but then you need to be the one to carry them. And and then say, Lord, we need to be effective for your kingdom, which means you actually do need to defend us. And I guess to me, I think there's a level where your spirit, or at least for me, I feel like this happens anyway, where I can tell if I am just listening to someone or if I'm showing more of a curiosity than would be healthy. You know, it's it's kind of the difference if somebody's in healing prayer and they're like, and then I led a very promiscuous lifestyle versus like them then needing to like share all of the details. You're like, oh, tell me more about that. Like that would be very inappropriate. And so I think there's a level of just using common sense. I probably don't even need to say that, but um, just from a practical standpoint, there's a, it's not that hard to know. Is this generally something that the Lord is showing that I need to be able to pray into or am I pushing into territory that would not actually be righteous? So Lord Jesus, thank you that you are the God who protects. Thank you that we, as we go through our days, that what you say is that in Ephesians 3.20, you make this incredible claim, like actually incredible in the sense of like this um, strains the sense of credulity, that this is unbelievable, that the church is the thing that demonstrates your power to uh, the powers, (laughs) that you are on the throne and that we as the church demonstrate that to the the principalities and powers that seek to create chaos in this world. So Lord, I'm asking that we would be good representatives of you, that we would be ever more learning to be in sync with your spirit, that we would be able to break free from the things that are um, not good, Um, that we would be bringing your life and your light into our world into the places where we are. We thank you, Jesus, in your precious name. Amen.